Welcome to Alabama AgCast, a weekly conversation about news and issues affecting Alabama farmers and forest landowners. Alabama AgCast is produced by the Alabama Farmers Federation. Hello and welcome to this week's Alabama AgCast. I'm your host, Mike Moody. The AgCast mic is on the road this week as we are at the Farm and Land Expo that we're holding in Mobile, Alabama. And a special guest that we have visiting us today is Chip Blaylock. Chip is the executive director of Sunbelt Ag Expo. Chip, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I appreciate the opportunity to come tell you what's going on at the show this year. It's always good to be with the Alpha family also at the Farm and Land Conference. Well, we're always we're always happy to see a friend. Uh, so for the few out there who don't know what the Sunbelt Ag Expo is, what is that? Sunbelt Ag Expo is an agricultural trade show that started at Spencefield in 1978. Um, we're in our 45th year this year, but it all way, it goes all the way back to 1964 when it started as a dealer days show on the campus of Abraham Baldwin Agricultural College as a student recruitment tool for the AET kids, Ag Mechanization and Technology, um, to get jobs with the equipment companies and seed companies and so forth anybody affiliated with agriculture. And in 1974, they outgrew the space at ABAC. It moved across the street to the Rural Development Center at UGA Tifton campus. And in 1978, it started at Spence Field in Moultrie. We started with 410 exhibitors. We now have over 1,000 exhibitors. Um, what sets our agricultural trade show or farm show apart is our 530-acre working research farm that we fondly call the Darrell Williams Research Farm. Um, our longtime farm manager that passed in 2009. We do agronomic research in cotton, peanuts, corn, grain sorghum, and Bermuda grass. Looking for the latest in seed varieties or varieties of grass, crop protection, soil fertility, precision ag, irrigation, anything that we can try and true on the research farm to relay to the farmers that they can use that technology on their operation to enhance their environmental and economic sustainability. Wow, there's a lot going on there. And if you've ever attended the Sunbelt Ag Expo, uh, it it is an impressive site. Uh, It it just, it's an entire, uh, I guess it's more than the airfield that it it used to be, I mean, that it started with. It's really spread out. uh, And so many people from around the country, around the world, I guess, come and visit. It's truly an international show. Um, Ironically enough, at Spencefield in Moultrie, we're one of 12 businesses at Spencefield. And our neighbors are so good and accommodating to us, especially during Expo Week when we clog up the roads and the traffic and so forth in and around Spence Field. Um, But I mentioned the research farm. Our exhibit area is 93 acres. We have the five exhibit buildings that we house eight by 10 exhibits in. We also have probably another 20 exhibit buildings throughout the grounds. Um, We have University Row with Auburn, Georgia, Florida, Fort Valley State University, Clemson, and our Spotlight State. All of our exhibitors do a great job during those three days. And the 2023 dates are October 17, 18, and 19. Gates open at 8.30 daily. Our exhibitors do a great job of, again, bringing the technology, showing it to the farmers, either in the static exhibits in the exhibit area or demoing that, that technology in the fields. 
Um, we have tillage demonstrations going on. We have peanut harvest going on. Probably the most popular in the fields is our hay demos. You can see 10 round hay balers running side by side, compare and contrast, 10 rakes, 10 tetters, um, 10 cutters, mower conditioners. Um, it's really a sight to see wow. those machines running. Um, we also will have spray drones in the fields this year. I was about to ask you about, so I know there's got to be some spray drones. Absolutely. And you know, we're, we've been doing drone research at the Expo since 2014. We started off with a helicopter track type drone back in the day. Um, I say back in the day, it was only nine years ago. <laughs> but you know, we've really got the technology perfected now where we can spray larger areas. Um, and we think the drone spraying has a real place in our management systems for spot spraying, for corners of fields, um, for surveillance, um, running the cameras over the fields, uh, you know, just looking for weak spots, mm -hmm. whether it be too much water, not enough water, insect pressure, weed pressure. Um, you know, one day we're going to perfect it to where those drone sprayers can kind of do a, a see and spray deal like we have on the, the stationary sprayer that we run across the field by Blue right. River Technology. Um, it identifies the pigweed, shoots the herbicide on the pigweed, doesn't affect any of the other crop. Um, you know, that's closer than we think. Mm -hmm. um, who would have ever thought we'd be here in 2023 actually use, utilizing, there's people going into commercial business of drone spraying. Um, because if it's too wet and you can't get the airplane, you can use a drone. And you, but you, you know, you've got to be set up with multiple drones, multiple tanks, multiple right. batteries, because it's like an assembly line. You're constantly trading in and out, mm -hmm. so you can cover the ground you want to cover. Um, but it's definitely the technology that's that's not on the horizon anymore. It's here. Oh yeah. And we're working with the university researchers and the corporate researchers, learning how to utilize that technology, and that's really exciting to see. And that's what we pride ourselves on at the Expo is showing that technology before it's a norm, trying and truing it, so when it gets in the farmer's hands, it's ready to go to work for them, right. make a difference in their operation. Yeah, I know. I I. I I would imagine countless farmers have benefited from the research y'all have done uh, on those on those different tracks and in the during the expo. It's never a dull day on the farm, especially when your day starts before the sun comes up. We're Alabama Ag Credit, and while some don't get it, we do. As the local experts in rural real estate financing, we've helped farmers finance everything from homes and land to tractors and crops. Because sometimes your natural resources need financial resources. Uh, well, as far as attendance, what, what kind of attendance do you think we're expecting this year? We're now be three years post-COVID, and we have really rebounded with our exhibitors and our attendance. We'll have about a paid attendance of about 30,000, through the gate about 50,000. Um, that, that includes exhibitors and, and guests and, and so forth. Um, but it's just a great week. You know, it's kind of cool being at the Alpha meeting and folks coming up and telling me, yeah, I made my camper reservations this week. I'm mm -hmm. looking forward to coming to the show. 17th, 18th, and 19th, right? I said, yes, sir, looking forward to having you. Yeah, we don't need Disney World. We got the expo. Well, you know, former governor of Georgia, Secretary of Agriculture, USDA, Sonny Perdue, mm -hmm. calls the expo the Disney World of Agriculture. <laughs> and um, that, that, that pretty much, you know, you do a lot of window shopping. The thing that really makes Expo unique is 
sure, you can have the tractor company bring the equipment to your operation if you're big enough. And you can do your research on the internet, but you, within very easy walking distance, you've got 10 different tractor manufacturers that you can go visit, compare and contrast on neutral turf, so to speak, mm -hmm. and gather information to make that next tractor purchase or that rotary mower purchase or that sprayer, you know, and the list goes on and on. Um, you know, we pride ourselves on what we call hardcore agriculture, um, feeding the world, um, but we also have exhibits with um, ATVs, lawn and garden. We have a Flint River Fresh uh, backyard garden section mm -hmm. where we literally teach people how to grow fruits and vegetables in their backyard. Um, you know, we, the Flint River Fresh Initiative out of Albany, Georgia, identifies food deserts and teaches people how to grow their own food. You know, when it's all said and done, you know, it sounds like a cliche, but in 2050, we're going to be every bit of 9 billion people. It's going to take the large commercial farmer, the medium-sized commercial farmer, the small commercial farmer, the backyard farmer, the weekend warrior, organic, conventional, natural, local grown. It's gonna take every one of us to feed the world. And we've got to work together to achieve that goal because you know, the USDA has regulations in place um, for the use of pesticides um, where we know that every grain of food that goes into the marketplace, whether it's fruits, vegetables, proteins, um, wheat for bread, and gluten products, peanut butter, the whole nine yards um, is a safe product when it gets to the uh, grocery store. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's uh, that, that's something uh, a little more unique for our country is that there are countries that do not uh, regulate and and you know not not an onerous regulation, but mm -hmm. there needs to be some quality control right. of the of the products right. we produce, and and we have that here. Just like milk cows that get sick. Mm -hmm. If your child gets sick, you're going to take them to the doctor. And if they got a runny nose, you might get antibiotic. Same thing with the milk cow. So what does that dairyman do? He takes that milk cow out of production. And when she clears up, during, during the interim, he milks her in a separate pot. And then when she clears up, if she's cleared the number of days on the withdrawal for the antibiotic you give her, she's legal to go back in the milk tank. Hmm. And if a farmer slips up and puts antibiotic milk in a milk tank, it gets tested. And if they get caught, they will buy that tanker load of milk. So that in itself tells you that farmers aren't going to put antibiotic milk on a tanker truck and right. have to pay for um, all those thousands of gallons. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's just, just another option, but the, you know, like I said, it's going to take us all. Organic, conventional, whole nine yards. we got to work together because there's a lot of mouths to feed. And we have pretty good job security because people are used to three square meals a day, cotton across their back, blue jeans, and a roof over their head, and in some places, ethanol in the gas tank. Wow. So, You had mentioned earlier a spotlight state. Uh, it's no coincidence that you happen to be here with us in Mobile. Tell us who the Spotlight State is this year. Tell you a little bit about Spotlight State concept. Started back in the early 80s, Mike Sprott, Dr. Sprott, who was a director of extension at Auburn University, 
came up with the idea said you guys ought to do a spotlight state every year showcase the southeastern states let them come in and set up so here we are 45 years later um, still doing the spotlight state concept and it's an opportunity for the 10 southeastern states to come in show their abundance diversity and excellence of agriculture to the world that comes to expo this year we are just thrilled to have sweet grown alabama there you go as our spotlight state for the 2023 show um, it's just a great opportunity to work with those folks and it's, been, it's always cool to see it come together throughout the year because the states form their committees and gets all their um, cooperators and players involved. And you know, we'll have two or three phone calls or Zooms throughout the year. And um, I just can't wait to see the Alabama, sweet-grown Alabama Spotlight State exhibit at the Expo this year. In 2014, um, Georgia, the home team, built us a Spotlight State building. Last time Alabama was a spotlight state, I think it was in a tent. Yeah, I was actually that was a point of contention. I needed to pick a bone with you because I was in I was on staff when we were the last spotlight state, and we were in a tent. And I went uh, two years ago to check out the uh, the digs, and I said, "This is this is way fancier mm-hmm. than it was when we were setting up in a tent." Yeah. You know? So. Uh, yeah, I was a little bit jealous of our staff who are uh, putting this thing yeah, on. Yeah, they, they don't they don't realize how good they've got it. No. We've got the ten state seals in the in the um, in the floor. You know, Commissioner Gary Black, our ag commissioner at the time, got with all the other commissioners, and we got that done. And that's a really cool um, addition to the building. Um, but we're really looking forward to the Alabama Spotlight State Exhibit. Um, another big section that we have is our livestock section. Beef cattle, dairy, sheep and goats, aquaculture, catfish, aquaponics, equine, poultry, all in the northeast corner of the grounds, um, having seminars and demonstrations and all those that I mentioned for our, our livestock producers to come in uh, again visit the seminars, demos, gather information to take back to enhance their operations. Mm-hmm. Um, we, have also, a, we have an Ag Commissioner's Cow Milking Contest committed to the contest on October 17th at 2.30 is Alabama Commissioner Rick Pate, All right. Georgia <laughs> Commissioner Tyler Harper, Hugh Weathers from South Carolina is invited, have not heard a definite answer yet, and Wilton Simpson from Florida has been invited. So we're going to kind of have a little SEC battle of, of the cow milking contest. And <laughs> um, I got a little surprise for the winner that we'll keep keep quiet until the, till oh, the show. Oh, man, a little teaser. It's kind of like the one-bite challenge in the barbecue pit masters. Right. They're going to think they've won when they milk, and then I'm going to bring in a real ringer. Mm. And we'll see how that goes. Oh, man. But then on Wednesday, we're going to have youth cow milking day with kids, for high school kids. And then on Thursday, we're going to have a lot of fun with it and have livestock section exhibitors come in. So I'm sure once we identify who those are, they'll be talking a lot of smack during the week. And it'll be interesting to see if any of them can really milk a cow when it comes down to it. Uh, <laughs> That's one of the fun things that Bill Patton started way back in the day. Um, Bill was our former board president and passed away before last year's show, and he ran the livestock section. And 
we started it and just to have a little fun and tell the story of agriculture and here we are gosh 15 20 years later still doing it still wow. having fun with it and still telling the story Mm-mm-mm. yeah there uh just so much i mean it's exhausting to just run down the list of things that are available for folks when they go to uh, Moultrie this year. Uh, you also have a contest, I believe. The uh, Sunbelt Ag Expo, Sunbelt. Southeastern Farmer of the Year. We've reimagined it this year with new sponsors. Um, we're so excited to have the Alabama Farmers Federation and the nine other Southeastern Farm Bureaus, including Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Mississippi, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Virginia join forces with Massey Ferguson and Harper Family Holdings in, in Georgia. They're providing our airplane for us. And um, we really appreciate those sponsors coming on board this year. Really appreciate Mr. Parnell. He stepped up right out of the chute. Um, I just was so humbled. Um, by the support from throughout the southeast and and uh, we're looking forward to being on the judging tour august 15th through the 18th that's uh how many miles do you think you're gonna put on the plane this oh week? my goodness we're gonna go from georgia to south florida to eastern arkansas across to almost the coast of virginia and back <laughs> down through north carolina and south carolina um, I hadn't totaled up the miles, but it's going to be two farms a day for five days. We actually visit the farms. Um, on August 15th at 8 o'clock, we'll be in Coleman, Alabama at the farm of Daryl Haynes. And, you know, just getting to go on the farms, hear the stories, see the excellence in agriculture, meeting folks like the Haynes times 10 that week. You come away with a renewed sense of the family farm is alive and well. Um, these folks are salt of the earth throughout the southeast, and it's just an honor for us to team with the farm bureaus, with Alpha, with Mass Ferguson and Harper Family Holdings, to give them the recognition they so richly deserve. And we will name the winner at the Expo Luncheon on Tuesday, October 17th at 12 o'clock. The night before, on the 16th, we'll have a banquet for them in Tifton, Georgia, at UGA Tifton Conference Center, where we'll introduce them and um, give them their green blazers. You know, when we started the program, we wanted to do something special. And Bobby Batson, who started the program back in 1990, he's a big golfer in the Green Jackets of Augusta. Mm-hmm. We're now the Green Jackets of the Farmer of the Year program. We think that's pretty cool also. So we, we look forward to, to honoring those farmers. And, you know, it's a contest. There will be one winner at the end of the luncheon on that Tuesday. But you could literally put all ten names in a hat and draw one out, and that's how I close was gonna it say, is. It, They're it, so that's good. That's got to be a very tough decision on judges because you're really getting the cream of the crop uh, from each state and having to put them head-to-head. It is really to tough. Thing. Our first-year judges always say, you said it was going to be hard, but you didn't tell me it's going to be this hard. <laughs> and uh, But they do a great job, our judges do, of putting the farm family at ease. We're just home folks coming for a visit. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just a wonderful, wonderful week for us. It's like Christmas. And um, we're, we're proud to be back doing the farm visits this year.
I think we've given them a taste of what the Sunbelt Ag Expo is, Chip, but uh, is there anything else that... that, that One thing I was going to mention with ATVs, we have three of the ATV manufacturers who will have driving ranges in the exhibit area. And again, the field demos will have shuttles going out there to those. Um, We have the shuttles within the grounds transporting people if you have trouble. Just get your show program. It'll show the map of where the shuttle runs inside the exhibit area to help you get around. Online ticket sales started August 1st. And just go to sunbeltexpo.com to get all the latest information. As it gets closer, the schedule of events will be on sunbeltexpo.com. We moved everything from an app to the responsive design website, sunbeltexpo.com, a couple years ago. and everything that you need to know as we get closer to show, sunboatexpo.com, go to the home page, click on what you're looking for, and it can tell you all about it. That's, that's awesome. We'll uh, make sure we put a link to the website, sunbeltexpo.com, in our show notes in case anybody's interested. We'll have an e-zine of the show program that will be on there. Mm-hmm. And um, just, just one stop source of information in addition to you know facebook and instagram wow that's amazing well chip blaylock thank you so much for coming and sitting down and visiting with us a little bit and uh, i know i speak for uh, all of alabama agriculture when i say thank you for the job you do and the effort that you put out i know it's countless hours that you and the uh, the committee put together to put this thing together and it's it's amazing to see and if you've never been you need to do it you need to go and check that out Moultrie, georgia it's a it's a hard place to find but once you get there uh, you you don't want to go all roads lead to moultrie and we're the <laughs> largest city in southwest georgia for those three days and i remind everybody we look forward to seeing you october 17 18 and 19 gates open at 8 30 daily um, we also have added an antique tractor pool this year we're actually replaced the stock dog trial with the antique tractor pool so we're excited about that um you know who knows it might morph into a full pool in in the future years um, but we're always striving to do things um, a little bit different new add things you know our exhibitors help us do that with all the new technology um, but we're just excited to host everybody for the 45th annual north america's premier farm show october 17 18 and 19. we just invite everybody to come see us Wonderful. Well, Chip, thanks again for being here. You bet. Thank you. Alabama AgCast is sponsored by our friends at Alabama AgCredit. Give them a call for all your farm and land financing needs. For more information about today's conversation, check out the show notes or visit alphafarmers.org slash agcast. Be sure to follow Alabama Farmers Federation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Tune in next week for another timely conversation from Alabama AgCast.